It's a Rich Word. Hi, and welcome to It's a Rich Word podcast, featuring the teachings of Drs. Adam and Ava Richardson of Christian Life Bible Church in Gratina, Louisiana. We welcome you to join us each day to receive a rich word from our pastors over 30 years of ministry. You will laugh, you will cry, you will be inspired, you will transform. We invite you to join us and to tell a friend about the podcast. Subscribe, like, and join us each day for a rich word. Every parent should intercede for their children. See, children get past the age of training. Amen. Now, what happens when a child gets past the age of training? If you've trained him, now, if you've trained him, then see, through that training, y'all have developed a relationship. But what happened if I didn't do it? Then now you got to pray for him and seek a good relationship. And now let him look at your life. Now, your life can change his life even when he's grown. Amen. It, it, isn't, it, isn't it ironic when you find parents when they were teenagers, when we were teenagers, can I talk, can I mess with the girls? Can I mess with the girls? Can I talk to the girls? Could I? Or may I? Okay, here's what happened. When you were a teenager, you wanted to talk to boys, and your mama didn't want you to. Because she knew muzzly instinct. And you wasn't ready to do that. She knew how uh, uh, vulnerable you were. And so she was calling herself protecting you from something perhaps you could have gotten in, that gotten into that would cost you a lot. And cost her too. Because in most cases, you weren't ready to even take care of baby. So your mama had to do that. If you had that kind of mama, see. Now here's 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 what I'm saying. Now when you get a when you have your little girl, all of a sudden you know all the dangers, and you preaching to her about the dangers, rightly so. But what was your attitude when they was preaching to you? I don't even want you around them boys. Why? Because you knew you. Hmm? That's how much you know that your kids are just like you. Well, nobody hear me, huh? Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. Ava and I talked. And Ava more than me, especially when our girls. She taught it. Then it came a season where we had to trust what we taught. So we didn't try to hold them in any type of bondage. We let them do. Okay, that's what you want to do. You want to go on a prom? Go 
ahead. You can go to prom. But you understand godly principles, don't you? Yes, because we've spent practically all your lives teaching you God's way of doing things. Amen. And I tell parents all the time, you got to teach the truth and then let them go. Say, but what if they, well, if you got an un, if you got an untrustworthy kid, you can't trust him. But if you train them right, they should be trustable. Now, if then I tell you, I, I'm not trying to mess with you. All right, are, are we still all right? Now you got a you got a daughter who's old enough to understand that you have a man in your house that you're not married to. You you don't think she not she don't think you're not sleeping with him. But you're gonna kill her if she look at somebody. Come on, man, you gotta change that. You don't think she don't. You think your 14-year-old, your 13-year-old, your 15-year-old is that stupid. We just going in the room now. We're going to be in here all night, but you keep it right. You can't teach that. Huh? Do you think that little girl better though? No, sir. Now, I'm not trying to condemn you or make you feel bad or anything, but these are the adjustments that we have to make. Hmm? You're going to send her to your mama house and you're going out for the weekend with Buddy Buddy. You don't think. She think y'all just on the boat. You, you know, uh, Well, I don't know about the boat. Well, boat. Or wherever y'all going. She think y'all in the hotel, but y'all in separate places. You think that? You think she think that? And that's why she gets so aggravated with you when you're trying to dominate and control her life about boys. But now, this is how parents think. Am I all right? This is how parents think. I'm grown. Amen. And then she get in her mind, I can't wait to be grown. You know why? So I can do what I want to do. Well, you don't realize this, but you taught that. And then you won't kill her about something you taught her to do. But I didn't know I was teaching her that. Well, I'm telling you, I was teaching her that. That's what you were teaching. Unconsciously, but you were teaching. Not aware of it, but you was teaching. Hmm? Husbands, we have to teach our sons to respect women. Amen. My uncle raised, and my aunt raised me when my grandmother died. My uncle, who was married to my aunt, you know, you bring your, your girlfriend to meet your people. 
Then I brought one young lady. Well, I brought a couple young ladies to the house. Well, in one particular, he said, when we were leaving, he brushed up against me. Come here, Doc. Come here. I'm just talking about parenting. All right? He said, Oh, you ain't getting that. Oh, I knocked that out. And so, you know, just to keep everything cool, I said, <laughs> I hadn't got nothing, but I knew something. I got nothing. <laughs> now, should he have asked me something like that? But somebody, no doubt, asked him that. You see, but but kids are raised in that kind of environment. I was raised in that kind of environment. You know, you're not getting that. Yeah, I'm getting it. Now I hadn't got nothing, but I'm telling him I can't tell him I ain't getting that. Cause now I'm feeling less than a man if I'm not getting it. Y'all all right with me? No, I didn't. and then you know, guys got pride. You you don't want nobody. You got a fine girl, and you don't want nobody to think you're not getting. You want everybody to think I'm getting this. I'm I'm too far out of the way. That's how guys think, girls. I'm telling you, this is how they think. You know, they ain't gonna tell them if they're not getting. They're gonna tell. Them. I mean, if he's saved, he gonna be different. And I'm talking about save, 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 because they got the they got the save, and they got the they save, 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 because the save, 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 do the right thing, say the right thing. Amen. Don't take advantage of a woman. He can't tell nobody he's not. Especially if he's not saved. Y'all y'all fool around them unsaved guys. You dating them and everything. And then when they get back to their group and they done, and their group and seeing you, and the first thing they want to know, tell me, bro, you gotta be. And so sure. What you think? May not have ever touched you, but he he can't he can't lay that down. Then somebody said, "She a Christian, ain't she?" Yeah. She. Yeah. And then they looking at you, Christian. See, y'all ain't want to hear this kind of stuff, huh? <laughs> Amen. See, when you receive Christ as Savior and Lord, you become a child of God. Now, now you have to follow the word that your life can reflect the character of Jesus Christ. Now, if I've said something that you perhaps have done and your child has saw you do that, then sit down with that child and let them know that you're sorry. 
and let them know you did it in your ignorance. I mean, you know, I, I was surrounded with this kind of thing, and I just thought all this was all right. But, baby, I'm finding out that that wasn't all right, and I'm sorry that I did that to you. I, I'm really sorry that I did that to you. I didn't mean to do that to you. I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't do it. Please forgive me. Baby, what you saw me do, don't ever do that because it's not Christ-like. See, that's where you start at. Where I start. I start when I get the truth and acknowledge the truth, I'm going to live the truth. And then living the truth, if I've done that to my child, then I want my child to know I was wrong in doing that, and I'm sorry I did it to you. But baby, mama did it, and mama just was ignorant at the time, but I am so sorry that it happened. Please forgive me. Now, that will touch that child's life. It will make up. For all the years you did wrong. One sorry. And mean it now. Not playing no games. Mean it. And never ever again put yourself in that position. That's for you who got older kids. Younger kids, they don't know no better. But you can start straightening that out. See, I told you. The season of training is over at 12. No more training after 12. We have to develop a relationship. See, I'm not talking about be buddy, buddy all the time. You're my buddy and I know you did wrong, buddy, but buddy, 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 buddy. No, we're not talking about that. A relationship where your, where, where your child can openly talk to you and you can openly talk to your kid. Got to let her know. Got to let him know. Now you've come to an age where you're starting to understand some things. And now you, you, you have passions and appetites for certain things. But I, Mama want to tell you that you got to control that. And I'm going to show you how to do it. And I'm going to help you to do it. I'm not trying to run your life. I just want to help you to keep your life in perspective. You see, most parents going to knock her out. Well, who knocked you out? Big Mama, who knocked you out? If they would have tried to knock you out, you ran away. Nobody knocked you out. So I'll knock the taste out of her mouth. Let her come here talking to me about a boy. I'm not the taste. You need the taste knocked out your mouth. Too, right? Right? No? See, I told you, parents cannot demonstrate this attitude to children. Look, I'm grown. I do what I want. You can't send that message. That's a bad message, man. Grown people should be responsible and accountable, too. We don't want to paint an impression to our kids that when you get grown, you just do what you want. 
Amen. And Lot, you know, I was like that too. I like that too. I couldn't wait to get grown. And I said it all the time too. I can't wait till I make 18. I'm going to do everything I want to do. Don't have to answer to them or nobody else. Wrong attitude. The attitude don't get you far in life. Responsibility and, account and accountability, you always have to have. That's what molds and make you to be a good woman or a good man. That you just don't up and do anything you want to do. You're accountable to somebody. You're responsible to somebody. And the number one somebody is God. Amen. <laughs> You see, your life, my life, is supposed to reflect the image of Christ now, now that we are children of God. Now I can I can read that to you, but I don't want to. As a parent, you create within your children your image and likeness. We saw it in Genesis 5, 5, 3. You create in them your image. Your life. That's what you create. Amen. So when your life reflects the image of Christ, you create in them that same image, that same likeness. Amen. You know, keep me abreast of time. You, you know, you know, parents sometimes believe that they make tremendous sacrifices for their children. Grant you, sometimes you do. But the ultimate sacrifice is to be an example to them. You know, boy, I bought you them Pee Wee Herman tennis. Do you know how much them Pee Wee Herman tennis costs? Did you know what I had to do to buy them Pee Wee Herman tennis? Well, once you make the same sacrifice and helping them in their life, tennis ain't gonna do nothing for them. Keep their but protect their feet, basically, and that's it. Why? Why don't you make the ultimate sacrifice for them? Amen. Every parent. They belong to Christian Life Bible Church should be in this room tonight. But those are going to be the ones who always got to complain about their kids. But what you going to do? Because everything starts and falls, rises and falls with you. Where their lives are concerned. It's you. It's you. Amen. Are you listening? Here's another thing we make a mistake in. These kids understand more than you will ever know they understand. I understood stuff that they didn't even have a clue I understood. Huh? <laughs> I saw some stuff 
and they didn't know, I knew what I was looking at. Luckily, I'm going out for a few moments. I'll be right back. I got to go pick up something. At 10 o'clock? Your husband in that snowing. I could hear him through the door. Where you going? 10 30, 10 o'clock at night, where you going? Because if he wake up, I don't know what to tell him. If he ain't, where's she at? I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> Now, you don't think I know that you're going to meet somebody? You think I'm that stupid? I'm 16 years old. See, she, she think, she, you think I'm that stupid? You, you going out, you got to go get something. I know what you got to get. But, what I what? No, all right, I, I didn't mean to be that bad with it. You all right, T? You all right? You all right, Doc? Okay. No. But you see, I, I'm not, I'm not, I know what you're going to get. I know what you're going to get. But guess what? I'm not going to bother you about that. You get what I'm saying? But I'm not that stupid. I'm sitting there watching TV. You run this message by me. I can't help you. That's really, that was my attitude. I can't help you. But I'm amazed that you think I'm that dumb. And it's every week. It got so I said. Now, if that don't tell you I know what you're doing, then you stupid. When a man does this, you ain't fooling nobody, huh? I could tell you some stuff, man. I could tell you some stuff, believe it or not. Amen. All right. So teach us the Bible. What you think I'm teaching? Now, no one can parent effectively by accident. Parenting must be intentional. It must be planned. Parents, parenting must be planned. You must give focus to it and have an expected end in mind. Amen. Good parents leave, don't leave anything to chance when it comes to their children. Everything that they can do to prepare themselves and, and know what they're doing, they do everything to prepare themselves and to know what they're doing. Amen. Even I did stuff 
just on instinct alone. Amen. Instinct alone. I came up in a in a church. They didn't deal with a lot of stuff. They just, you know, just believe in holiness. Don't wear dress. Don't wear pants. Don't put on makeup. Don't wear jewelry. That was the major thing. But oh God, how much more we needed to know. How much more we needed to hear as to how to live life in a way that we represented God besides long dresses and no earrings and no makeup. And a lot of people needed the makeup. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. Makeup ain't stopping no listen. Makeup is not is not killing your character. It's not. You're not nobody determines you're Christian because you don't wear makeup. They say, what's wrong with her? You, you get what I'm saying? Nobody determines that. I mean, that don't determine whether you're a Christian or not. I mean, I you know, I used to get my hair cut. Ball, almost ball. I wore long sleeve shirts in the summer. Man, everybody thought I was crazy. They didn't think I was no Christian. They were crazy. Man, we're supposed to dress, talk, walk like uh, Christ. It gives us a voice in the lives of other people. When you look crazy, nobody won't hear you. Come on, am I right? Nobody won't hear you. Amen. When you look like you came out of the Western days, I mean, dress sweeping the ground, and nobody, yeah. nobody will hit. Ooh, it was a, ooh, Lord Jesus, no. <laughs> what church you go to? Oh, no, no, sure ain't going to that one. But here's here's the thing I'm trying to get you to see, and your kids are valuable to you. You love your kids, and I know you do. But now you got to do the right thing to them. You have to be responsible. Your life now has to begin to reflect the image of Christ. Here's something. Here's something. You know. Now we, our kids and I talk a little bit now. But when they were kids, they could never say we. They even heard it, even I talking about nobody. We never did that in front of them. If I wanted to talk about somebody, we waited till they went to sleep, or we went in the room. And then we had codes. I found out they broke our codes. <laughs> You know, yellow with red flowers. Did you hear what she said? Yellow with red flowers. We never came out and said, you know, that big head sister Joanne. We never said it. it was important for us to not talk about people in front of our kids or with our kids. We just we just didn't do it. Like I said, we had colds and they broke them colds. And then they sit up in the back seat of the car. <laughs> Where, where's yearning? Y'all broke our codes, huh? Yeah, we talked in codes, huh? Y'all found out the codes. Man, we had to shut the codes down, man. Amen. But just outright to talk about people, we never did that in front of our kids. You know, now our kids, they have situations with people and and they see people with situations with us now. And so it's open door. 
So we talk, but never about people. You know, we don't support bad ideas from our kids about people. We don't support that until the day. We still don't support that. Amen. I don't want my kids to be bitter with nobody. Huh? Bitterness will steal their life from them. I want my kids to live out their days. I don't want them to walk around with unforgiveness and all kind of stuff in their heart for other people. We don't want that for our kids. I want to see my kids to live a full life. You get what I'm saying? And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't want my kids to bury me. I mean, to, I don't want to bury my kids. I said, Lord, grant me that I get out of here before all of them. But you get what I'm saying? I'm not supposed to bury them. They supposed to bury me. Amen. And that's my request. You see, that's my request. You know, I love my kids so much. I don't know if I could take it. I don't know if I could take it. And I take my hat off to the parents who go through it and, and stand in it. Mom, I saw you stand in it. Man, I, I don't want that for nobody. Amen. I don't think no parent want to outlive that kid. Do you? So, you know, let him go, Pastor, let him go. Now, no, nobody feel like that. Joanne, I saw you go through it. I've seen some of the parents here go through it. I've seen my brother-in-law go through it. And it's hard. It's hard. And so, you know, I'm asking God not to let me go through that. Amen. Amen. I want to stand over the baluster of heaven and watch him come home. <laughs> Amen. Didn't say now you're here with your daddy again, huh? <laughs> Amen. That's what I want. Amen. So God bless you tonight. I hope you got something out of this. Amen. Well, that concludes today's episode. We thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you were inspired and encouraged. We invite you to join our live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. We can be found on Facebook at Christian Life Bible Church and on YouTube at CLBC Family. We invite you to tell a friend and to join us each week for our live services. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you again.